What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Prime Time CGA in the building. <laughs> Prime Time CGA in the building. Man, I had an event this uh, evening, this afternoon, and it went longer than I thought. And no, it was not a gordita. It was not. All right. But there is going to be the junior college coming over here in a minute. So this is going to be a five stroke special. All right. We had to show up for this one because there's so many stories here. There's the Emmy Yudoka update. He didn't lost his lady. Emmy Yudoka fumble life. Emmy Yudoka has to be one of the biggest fumbles of life in the history of humanity. Oh, the humanity. All right. Emmy Yudoka will go down in history. As the biggest, one of the biggest fumblers of life. Of course, he'll have a, he'll get a second chance. I don't know when. Mm. <laughs> right. My brother fumbled the whole bang. <laughs> and everybody thought, <laughs> everybody thought, oh, he'll be all right. He's going to get the Brooklyn Nets job. Nope. Mm. He's going to get the Brooklyn Nets job. Nope. Listen, listen, I ain't making fun of him because all of us can be caught up in these situations here. But he definitely fumbled the bag. All right. We're also going to talk about a story where um, this guy takes a girl out to a date and just like a young normie, she brings her friend. And then they think that they're going to they start ordering all the expensive shit on the menu and he skedaddles. And the Internet is holding him to blame. They're blaming him. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Uh, it's crazy out here. And I don't know if you know, man, I was uh, stumbling upon the internets earlier today and I saw, a, I saw, um, I don't know if they, it was Hollywood Unlocked. And then there was a guy that were like, man says men should put women to the side and focus on their job and building. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, you mean the free agent lifestyle? Like what? And they gave him a whole prime time. I'm like, yo, what in the hell is going on? But look. I'm happy that uh, this message is getting across, and it seems that men are putting cat to the side. And ladies, you have yourself to blame. It is all Jermaine's fault. <laughs> it's always Jermaine's You have yourself fault. to blame, you sassy-ass women. They be on here sassy. I ain't going to do this, and I ain't going to do that. I ain't putting up with this, and I ain't putting up with that. I'm going to get my money. I'm going to focus on my career. I'm going to do. So I can focus on my career. He paid for that post. I saw that. I saw that. He paid for that post. Ed, you saw that, too. I was I was going pretty fast. I see he paid for that post. It's on Hollywood Unlocked. He basically was jacking my talking points. <laughs> Stole my whole swag. Man, I was sitting there like, what in the hell? What in the heezy? The hell's going on here? But he paid for that post. I was like, what? And they acted like he came up with some damn original shit. I was like, what the? This is prime time, by the way. This is prime time, so I'm a curse. I'm cursing today. Stole my whole shit. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, do I need to pay for a post so I can come up on Hollywood? What is this shit? Jacking me for my shit. Pissed me the hell off. And I didn't even listen to him. I didn't even listen to him. I just looked at the caption. I didn't even listen to him. I couldn't even listen to that shit. I was like, what? Mm, man almighty anyway shout out to everybody on the east coast west coast brothers are the craziest new jersey all the craziest he said get your leg back 
Yo, man, when I see his ass, I'm going to whip his ass into the ropes. You know what I mean? And I'm going to bounce off the ropes. I'm going to bounce off the other ropes and then hit his ass with the flying burrito. Okay, you know, you know a wrestler's mad when they bounce when they bounce off the other ropes after they whip the dude in, you know what I mean? Because they normally they whip you in, they Irish whip you into the ropes and they stand there and then they do a back body drop or something. Oh no. Oh, I'm whipping his ass in and then I'm gonna bounce off the other ropes and then come up. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm rubbing his ass into the turnbuckles and the corners. And then I'm going to back up all the way to the other corner and run up and stinker splash his ass. What the hell's going on, bro? <laughs> right? Like, these straight up swagger jack me. But anyway, this is absolutely reprehensible. Hey, to get tribute to this show, Dallas ICGA Live on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and uh, who is this? Oh, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, if you will. And then the Super Chat is live on the Notorious CGA channel. Without further ado, this is a five-stroke special. So let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show. Shout out to Leaf. He says, CGA after hours here on the East Coast. I can dig it, sucker. Yeah, man. Shout out to Robert Moreno. As CGA once said, just follow the rules. The free agent lifestyle. Bo. Life. Follow the rules at work, man. Don't be out here trying to break the rules. JC says, my junior college just sent me feet pictures, and I didn't ask. Okay. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, shout out to you, and shout out to the junior college, sweetie. Shout out to Simon Small in the building. Yeah, it was a sponsored ad. I'm not even going to give him no run. I'm not even putting this shit up there. It looks like he sponsored it. They put it up there. And it was essentially like men should. It was kind of like something like men should. Stop focusing on women and focus on building their own lives. That's essentially what the damn. Now, I know I didn't come up with that. Like, like I did not really come up with that. But the men who came up with that and been formulating this for the last four or five years and 10 years. All right. We paved the way we face censorship, the platforming. Um, they didn't threw us all under the bus. Demonetization, uh, losing channels, getting sent. We faced it all. And now these ninjas run around around here stealing my talking point. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't even say the free agent lifestyle. All right. What the shout out to the dictator coach. Forgive. He says, I was listening to your stream while I was on my gaming channel. Don't hit me with my favorite African-American elbow from the top rope. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Indeed. Shout out to macaroni. Oh, hold up. Macaroni Tony. What happened, man? They got, they, they kicked me out of Venmo. <laughs> you never know, man. I come up, wake up one day. What did you say, brother? Oh, who else is in here? Oh, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute. I was about to read some other people's Venmos. I knew that shit didn't make no sense. All right. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. Earlier you spoke on it a bit, but you sold yourself short, big dog, because the phrase is jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. I've never heard that before. I've never heard that before. I'm going to even like it for you. So the master of, uh, cause we were talking about Renaissance man. He says the jack of all trade is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Hello. Hallelujah. I'm going to add that. I've never even heard that part before. So uh, yeah, Renaissance man, that's a, actually a supporting that. That supports the, uh, the Renaissance man. All right. No government name says, I must say thank you, CGA, because at my last job, my liberal pog feminist manager tried to put the cheeks on me during a work trip and I skedaddled. 
He says, if I risk it all, I may not have had this new six-figure job. The free agent lifestyle is undefeated, man. Yeah. Hey, your true power, and ladies, if you're listening to me, your true power is passing down, passing away puss, right? You're going to feel like a powerful man. You're going to feel like a powerful man because you're going to be like, nah, that's all right. That's all right. JC, what's your opinion on the new Tay Diggs show with the 40-year-old women finding their groove with 20-year-old Gen Z men? They jacked the passport, bro, sort of. I actually did a show on it yesterday at the end of the yesterday show. So I broke that down. Yep, they all the smoke for the passport bros, and guess what? Here they are doing passport sis. Like, how, how are y'all swagger jacking the passport bros? Why all the smoke for the passport bros? Jay Flo says for the late show, fish fry after party. Yes, indeed. All right, we in here with the Democratic fish fry, catfish nuggets. Shout out to Tariq Nasheed. XL Pro Services is back. Thank you, brothers, for being here. And Vaughn, last one, got a RP from a female co-worker who's ABC, oh, Alphabet. And it says, uh, let's guy take her on dates with zero intent intentions of giving up the peace leave. Oh, not the reading rainbow, Swagger Jack. Oh, my goodness. Not the reading rainbow doing scams. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, this is a new era right now. This is a new era. You literally have reading rainbow People who have no intentions to do nothing with you, but they're scissor their girlfriend when they get home and they're letting you suckers take them out on dates. Wow. That deserves a song. Yeah. That deserves a song. Hey, shout out to you for who is that? was Vaughn putting you up on game. Hey. Yeah. I'm no. Y'all can't hear me? Y'all hear me? Y'all can't hear me? Oh. All right. Sound like y'all can't hear me. Hold on for a second. Hold up. New, 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 new world order. Let me see something. Give me a break. Uh, the, the audio is muffled. All right. Struggle streaming, straggle streaming. It's because it's. Hold on for a second. I think it's because of the song in the background, potentially. Maybe it was the song. Maybe it was the song in the background. All right, we'll we'll just say it's song. All right, we're good now. Maybe it was the song in the background. All right, Um. anyway, it was the music. Okay, please don't stop the music. Let's get into it. Uh. Let's get into the, oh, we're going to do a thing here. This is, a, this is something that I didn't plan, but we're going to show you the Emmy Yadoka update. That you all must see. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Here it is. I don't know if this is a loss. But we're going to just say it's just collateral damage. Collateral damage. Nia Long. Splitsky. With Emmy. Fumble the bag. Yudoka. Now. You know. He, he has his freedom papers. Obviously. He has no problem getting women. And piping them down. But he no longer has first base at home. He can no longer steal second. While keeping his foot on first. And here you go. Here's the situation here. They finally, Nia Long finally broke up. And there has been some people that thought that he potentially, uh, she potentially might have stayed with him. But of course, he lost his status. And she said, (laughs) 
When you lose your status, gentlemen, remember, in my calculation, it is called it is status to me looks money, but money can kind of fall in between. Status looks money game. All right. Game to me is at the end. Yes, you can get some straggle daggles with some game. All right. And if you really just really full of yourself, you can get some average, but average uh to above average stock factory issued women. You're not getting no running game on no attractive women. All right. Now, you might think they're attractive because they have makeup on. All right. And you're running game. You was like, look, look, you showing me receipts. You like, look, 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 I got her. I got her. And I'd be looking at her like, OK, uh, take her in the shower and give her a bathrobe. And she'd be looking like this. Take that same woman. Don't let her brush her hair or let her brush her hair straight back. Give her a robe and tell her to come right out the shower directly right out the shower. And she's going to be looking like Master Splinter. All right. Really? So <laughs> y'all not fooling me. So it comes status. And with Emi Yudoka, he obviously lost his money. He already lost his money. I got money. And then um, now he lost his status. And, uh, uh, you know, hypergamy. Hypergamy rules. Nia Long went, I'm out of here. You're out of here. So here it is right here again. Emi Yudoka goes into the Hall of Fame of fumbling life. And uh, Emi, if you're listening to my show, I know you remember the Coach Gang Free Agent Lifestyle. Don't take it, you know, don't panic. Life will get better. Just control your Johnson. It says right here, Nia Long and Emi Yadoka are done. The couple of 13 years have reportedly broken up after the Boston Celtics affair with the team employee. All over a puss. They had a song called All Over a Ho. You guys are throwing life away all over a 304. It says right here, the news comes less than three months after the Boston Celtics gave him the boot ski. For the entire season for violating team policy, clapping some cheeks of a plain Jane flat-backed uh, stock factory issue woman. Mormon chick, probably was a virgin, probably before she married her husband. And you put that thing on her. As TMZ Sports uh, previously reported, Yudoka had a, quote, inappropriate relationship with the Celtics team planner, who was in charge of booking Long's flights to attend home games and road games, as well as her arrangements to make uh, to move to Boston permanently. She was about to change her whole life. And here's the deal. Um, that one, this uh, Nia Long has actually came out recently as last week to say, hey, I'm heartbroken over this. Boston Celtics didn't even tell me what was going on. As if you were owed an explanation. Mm. You ain't owed no explanation. You ain't no team employee. Okay, we're not supposed to tell. Why are we supposed to tell you? Why are we supposed to tell you? And that's you. But anyway. Okay, she thinks she'll see somebody supposed to tell her. Y'all, nobody owes you shit. All right, the fallout was apparently too much to recover from. As people reported, the two sides have called it quitsky on their relationship as they're now focusing on co-parenting. Oh, there's co-parenting in. You selfish human being. They have an 11-year-old son. Long reportedly sounded off on the Celtics for airing out their dirty laundry. Saying, I think the most heartbreaking thing about all of this was seeing my son's face when the Boston Celtics organization decided to make a very private situation public they don't owe you shit all right listen you were already in a public career he's already in a public career there's no hiding this you could not keep it private unfortunately man emmy yudoka put his son out there in a bad situation embarrassed his own damn son yudoka remains suspended from the celtics but was rumored to be steve natch's replacement as the head coach of the brooklyn new jersey nets uh, the team ultimately decided to go with jacques vaughn aka coach greg adams Long and Yudoka met first met in 2010 when the ex NBA was member a member of the Sacramento Queens. The Sacramento Queens. They were engaged in 2015, but they did not ever get hitched, which 
is going to be a win for Emi Yudoka. He never got married to her. So that's a win. And he was making more money than her. Don't tell me she wasn't. He wasn't. Don't tell me Neil Long was pre bringing in a bag. <laughs> Women be like, she have her own money. They be like, Sierra has her own money. She don't need Russell Wilson's money. I'm like, he makes in a year than her whole net worth. <laughs> she has her own money. She has her own money. Uh, if they're married, she doesn't have her own money. What's wrong with you people? What's wrong with you people? She's married. It's their money. What do you mean she has her own money? Okay, well, what, what is this going on, man? I tell you, man, these people are hypocritical fools. First of all, he makes in a damn, he makes, I guarantee you, in these horrible games that he's played, three and nine, he's made way more money than Sierra's worth in this shitty-ass season he has. <laughs> couch change. It's couch change to him. He's like, what? Okay, take that. I got $250 million coming my way. I'm going to probably get beat up in Denver. Broncos country, let's ride. I'll probably get beat up for having this, but I'll be making cash and checks. All right. All right. Shout out to Emmy Yudoka. He's escaped the calamity by not marrying. Guys, not marrying can save your life. Have your long-term relationships. Have your long-term girlfriends. Not marrying saved Emmy Yudoka's life because that would have been the next big fumble. All right. That would have been the next big fumble. All right, let's go. Oh, it's the Sacramento Kings. I thought they were the Queens. Sacramento fans. The two Sacramento fans. <laughs> the two Sacramento fans are irate right now. Are there Sacramento Queens fans out here? We got a brother named Manicured Nails. <laughs> He's back in the building. Tomorrow's Money Mindset stream needs to be the 10 lives rich people tell normies to keep them broke. Based on your car rant this morning, also try to include a personal story from your time in Newport around the wealth. Make it funny and a lot of interesting and relatable things. Yeah, rich, wealthy people, uh, what, what you would call rich. I, I'm going to talk about that. Uh, people don't really know. You know, the one guy was like, oh, you suburban, right? I'm like, I'm uppity as hell. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? You think I grew up in the hood? Actually, I mean, people don't really realize. I mean, I spent some time in the inner cities. I spent some time in the inner cities, but pff, I'm uppity. I'm classy. I'm classist like a motorcycle. But being around people with money, and one thing you have to understand, rich people never are comfortable. <laughs> I'll talk about this. I'll talk about this later. Rich people, you think rich people be like, you think rich people just be like, oh, shit, I'm rich. Now, the, some of the actions they do, you could tell that they got some money, you know what I mean? Like, but they always like, <laughs> they always like, ah, damn, I'm a little on, on a shaky ground. You got to watch them, man. And you looking at them like, bruh, I wish I could be you. I wish I can be where you are in life. Look at what you guys have, especially rich white women. We're going to talk about this tomorrow. I don't want to give too much up. Rich white soccer mom women. They are the, you think I'm doom and gloom? The sky is always falling. <laughs> they always negotiate and try to get you out of your money, stick you out your paper, boy. Rich white women would be like, this ain't it. They will have the worst lives. Depressed, eating disorders, uh, withholding sex from their partner, thinking their man's cheating on them because, you know, if they lose this guy, they lose everything, right? So they got to put up with a whole bunch of shit. They kids don't like them. Kids don't like them. 
you know, they going through some sort of crises. They can never really appreciate the life that they have. They do every now and then Thanksgiving and Christmas. Many times they'll give, give, give. They need their social circle, their helicopter parents. And then the last part of it is, um, you know what I mean? They really sometimes they they don't. Yeah, they be drinking wine. Oh, boy, some really big winos, winos. And then also they really can't appreciate what they have in total. Like you would think every day you would be like, oh, gosh, I appreciate this. But they will be going through a remodel. Oh, white folks love their remodeling. <laughs> They be missing the carousel. Yeah, they peach leaves be itching. But uh, if they doing a remodel of their houses, oh, shit, that wife is going to be up. Whoa, the remodel. Hey, don't you know that remodel, remodeling a home is one of the leading causes of divorces? Not one of the leading, but it's up there. If you do a remodel of your kitchen or of your house, any part of your house, you can have a divorce. It is a significant causer of divorce. Let me see what here. I got to hop off here in an hour. But let me see here. Remodeling. And I'm going to tell you, I've had work with clients that were going through remodels. White folks remodel all the time, man. They be remodeling. Uh, let me see here. Remodeling divorce. They remodel their house all the time. And matter of fact, if you go to suburban neighborhoods, uh, every house goes through a period of remodeling. Like you'll go up in this house for the next two months of remodeling. Then they get finished. Then the next neighbor house will be remodeling. <laughs> Then the next neighbor's house will be remodeling. Um, and brothers, if you think you want to have white girls and, and marry them, you better be able to. You can't keep up. <laughs> you cannot keep up because because they always going to keep up with the Joneses. Don't think you don't think you your two bedroom apartment in your three bedroom townhouse is going to be enough. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're going to have to keep on, keep on, keeping on. If your neighbors get a new car, you get in a new car. All right, here it is right here. Just so you know, I give you this advice. This is the stuff that Hafiz doesn't want to talk to you about because I have all the data. Home renovation is a slippery slope to divorce. Did y'all know that? I've shared this before. Did y'all know that? Y'all didn't know that. I've seen this happen. I've seen this happen. Now, I've been seeing people get divorced, but I've seen some real tentious situations. Like, for instance, if you're, if you're remodeling your kitchen, Odds are you won't have access to that kitchen. So you'll be doing one or two things. You'll be moving out of the house or your kitchen is going to be modified to basically a toaster and toaster strudels and Pop-Tarts for months, <laughs> for months with people coming in and out of your house. You're at work and she's home managing this remodel. And then if if the cabinets are white instead of off white, World War Three. World War Three, backsplash. I thought we were doing this backsplash. I thought the cabinets would be off white. World War Three. She be hissy fit and pissed. I can't believe he wanted off white and I wanted cream white. But bruh, divorce. <laughs> Look, it's right there. Yeah, you better have a hot plate and your refrigerator gonna be this small. You're gonna have a little. People don't know what's up, man. He says, how much to remodel a kitchen? 5700 bucks. <laughs> Remodeling a kitchen in the suburbs, you're talking about 25 grand or, or better or better because the appliances itself, you're going to get the wolf. What is it called? The wolf stove where you can barbecue. You got the griddle. You got the barbecue griddle. You can freaking cook and you can have gas and electric. 
Sub-Zero refrigerator with the damn, yeah, you're getting the double-wide Sub-Zs. Viking, yeah, you're getting the Viking. Bruh, you do, man, he <laughs> said 25,000, 25, that's minimum, that's low. Because first of all, this is a whole story. You're getting Wolf uh, range and Sub-Zero refrigerator. Yeah, uh-huh, and don't let it leak. And that's not even the cabinets yet. That's not even the backsplash. Come, come on, bro. And with the, yeah, with the screen on the refrigerator door where you can boop, 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 put it, all the milk when the milk's, when the milk's low, it tells you you need milk, brother. Yeah. So anyway, let me tell y'all something, man. It, these are realities that men aren't prepared for. And you're going to work. You're going to get your raise. And then she's going to say, oh, okay, yeah, we move into a bigger place. Oh, we need to remodel this kitchen. And as you should, you should always remodel if you want to sell your home into the future. Because if you don't remodel, your shit is going to be outdated. I mean, homes come, homes become outdated in five years, right? If you have a floor plan that's a closed floor plan, like um, I, I want you to think about it um, in a modern sense. I have an open floor plan as a kitchen, living room, dining room. Right. Mine is all one room. Now, that shit would have been not even considered 10, 15 years ago. Nobody would ever do no shit like that. You would want a separate room for your kitchen and you might knock down a wall that has access to your television room and so forth and so on. And the dining room will be tucked. It will be two to three rooms. OK, now everybody wants an open floor plan. And then they also want if that open wall, the open wall, which you're going to have your patio door and your windows, you're going to have. That's going to be a slider now. That's going to be a slider. This is how suburb, suburb, suburban people do. So that's a slider now where you can open it up and it opens up to your pool or your backyard. It's just a big open wall. It's just a whole wall of, of open. Bruh. And let me tell you something. You're going to be like, we don't need all that, baby. Divorce. Because guess what? Her neighbors got all that shit. Two or three of her neighbor friends got that. Hey, one thing you don't want to do, brother, you do not want to be messing with white women when you when when you ain't got the money. <laughs> do not do not mess with them because they can spend money. They think money grow on trees. They uh, they entitled to that money. They entitled to that money. Do do yeah. He said don't. Hey, bruh, Greg Isley said don't forget the bathroom. Word. That's the guest bathroom you remodeling. You you're remodeling the guest bathroom where people come in and out coming to your house. And if you have a swimming pool, if you have a swimming pool, the the swimming pool people coming from the pool are not coming through your sliding doors. They're going through a separate entry that has a shower on the other side. And that's going through a separate entry into another bathroom, that guest bathroom. So you're going to knock that wall out, put an entry in there so the people can come from the pool, not track their shit through your house and go through that bathroom. But there's going to be a shower on the outside. Are y'all ready? Wait a minute. Y'all ready for this? You're not ready. This ain't no game, brothers. <laughs> oh, and you have to put the pool in. Yes. You're going to use it 50, 11 times a year. You won't have no pool. You don't have no pool. Mm. Y'all not ready. Y'all not ready for this life. He said they ain't ready. They ain't ready, coach. Y'all not ready for this life. And don't think y'all, hey, if y'all giving, if you giving suburban white women less than that, shit. Y'all are not ready. This shit gets expensive, bro. All right, anyway, 
Now, if you want to mess with straggle daggles, straggle daggles, you know, Latina chicks, they'll be like, we don't need this. All we have is love. You know what I mean? They don't need all that shit. We don't need that. They live their whole life. We don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. Oh, pools are money pits. Oh, and you're not getting just a pool. You're getting a heated pool. <laughs> you're getting a heated pool. Yeah, a pool that you can jump in and it's already heated year round. This is Southern California. Hey, man. Let's get in here and the hot tub and the infinity pool so you can get over your view. Oh, y'all ain't ready. With salt water. Don't start, Lee, okay? Not the salt water. Yes, I know a, I know several couples that put in salt water pools, meaning non-chlorine pools. It's salt water. Oh, you ain't ready. <laughs> you ain't ready. <laughs> Oh, man, and if you live in Florida, covered, indoor, shit. Yo, man, don't start, man. Don't start. Let's get it. We'll get it to the kids, too. Speaking of. <laughs> oh, man, y'all ain't ready with the heated driveway floors. Yeah, the heated floors and the heated floors coming into the pool entry, too. Heated driveway. When it snows, the snows just melt right off. Come on, man. Y'all ain't ready to do this. Y'all don't want gold diggers. All right, let's get into this part of the show. It shit can get expensive. All right, this part of the show right here. What do you think about this? I'm going to share this video. Allegedly, this is a man. A kid, this could be straggling snickle. It could be a skit. But allegedly, this man invites a woman on a date. And just like a young woman, she, um, what does she do? She, uh, let's see here. I wonder if I can share this one because it might not play the audio. Uh-oh. But, um. A young woman brings her friend to the date and the friend starts ordering 511 things. And the guy walks out and skedaddles. Let's go ahead and play the clip. Uh, where is it? Let me see if y'all can hear this. Up with her best friend. They ordered the most expensive food and drinks. I said I had to use the bathroom. I hope daddy's credit card works. People are mad at me. for. All right. So uh, that's part one of the clip. I don't know if you guys heard that. So, um, yeah, uh, the, he invites a woman on a date. I don't know which one he invited. Did he invite the sister or the plain Jane flatback? And he invited one girl. The other girl invited the another girl. And he said they started ordering expensive things. And he said, I excuse myself to the bathroom in case you didn't hear it. And he said, I hope daddy's credit card has has a little money. So he's this is the guy, allegedly, and he's going to defend himself because people were like, that was wrong of you to do that. They're going to blame him. All right, let's go ahead. Giving a date who brought her best friend to dinner. Essentially, I had a date plan with one of the girls, and when I arrived, she said her friend was joining us. And when we sat down, they started ordering drinks and appetizers and complimented me the whole time. At this point, I knew this was a scam, and I left. And people are saying that I didn't have a right to leave because those women probably earned triple my wage, and I can't face the embarrassment of not being able to afford cheap drinks. Man, some women be off their rockers in their response. Like, really? That's why you thought he left? Because they earn more money than him and he didn't want to pay. Wow. And that poor dude shouldn't date, just stay at home. I don't know. What do you guys think? This is disrespect. If it is a planned date in an intimate setting, it should just be the two of you. And for her to invite her friend to sit down with you guys, it's disrespectful of your time. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I agree. I remember there was a straggling sniggle where there was a woman, black woman saying to a black man, you got to pay for all of my friends. And it was a skit. It was revealed to be a skit, but it was still a straggling niggle moment. This seems to be, you know, these women are playing the guy, playing him for a sucker. 
right? And they was just going to kick him in the nuts and then walk off on him. And they would be laughing at him, giving themselves high fives and all that shit. And nobody would know the wiser. He would he would probably take that form of abuse and then not report it. He wouldn't say anything. Maybe if he did complain about it, he still would be light a couple hundred duck, a couple hundred ducats. So here you go. He decided, I'm going to step out. This is unfair to me. This is not what we planned. This is not my intention. And obviously, you're here to use me. Why are women shaming him for this particular action? This is very dreadful action that these women are doing. And it says right here, the only ones they are mad at are the ones that get away with this type of behavior. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize it's a party of three separate checks then. Okay. Here's a woman. Imagine having the goal and confidence to not only bring a friend on a date, but also order all the expensive things. Clown world. I wonder how often they do this and have gotten away with this type of behavior 100%. That's why I always warn you guys, a lot of times men are being abused, but men don't report abuse because we're embarrassed. We say something like, man, this girl brought her friend, and then they start ordering stuff. And then we were like, what did you do? Well, you know, I kind of paid. And then he feel bad because he got forced into paying, but he's going to feel bad for a long time, right? But this woman's even saying, I wonder how many times they've gotten away with this. And I'm going to tell you a lot. When it comes to any statistic about sexual assault, um, um, physical abuse or whatever, like date abuse like this, foodie calls, and why men won't pay for other women's dates, the statistics doesn't tell the story because men don't often report this type of abuse. So in this case, um, it is true women get away with this quite often. Somebody says here, as a woman, I completely agree with this man. The absolute disrespect is astounding. 100% scam. Good on him. All right. We got a one here. Looks like a gentleman here. LOL. I left the girlfriend like that once. We weren't at dinner, but I just left. He says, when you know what they're going to say is just they're just going to drag it down. There's no point to hearing it. Okay. All right. Let me see here. A couple of people supporting this. And I would imagine most people would support this. I'm trying to look for a female comment. Island Girl says, smart man, your date is the cheap one. Your date is the cheap one, and she clearly doesn't know the value of relationship. When did it, uh, what you did is priceless, pun intended. I'm going to try to find one more woman to see. I'm going to try to see if somebody disagrees with this. All right, we have people saying that she scammed him. Uh, she, she to her friend, come with me for a free meal. Yeah, you're right, dude. I don't see anybody disagree. Um, here's a woman. She's mad disrespectful. Who goes on a date with the date and their best friend? Yes. I have not had this happen. This is why it's important to understand. I'm not bitter and hurt. I share stories where these stories don't directly apply to me, but I could see a woman doing. I actually had a woman did invite a friend on a meeting, but I think it was because she needed the friend to give her a ride and she was too embarrassed. So she did invite her friend, but her friend didn't sit with us. She walked off to the other, which I don't, let, I don't suggest that you do because it puts everybody under some sort of pressure, right? She's concerned about how long her friend's waiting for her. You're concerned about her friend waiting for her. You know this is not going back to the crib. She's going to easily say, well, my friend's waiting for me. So, so you know it's going to be an ultimate mess when that happens. And, of course, you're dealing with a low-quality scab peeling skeezer at that point. So why bother? Anyway. Let's get to some contributions, then we'll get to the main event. Very disrespectful. I found that interesting. Interesting. Okay, we got a cognito thought leader. Co-parenting is a MF and lie. 
You know it is. I'm anti-co-parenting. I think it's a scam. There's going to be data and statistics to show that there's probably far more parental alienation, some sort of abuse, and some sort of instability in the child where they can't get on stable ground due to this constant back and forth with the parenting and the kids and the parents using the kids. So um, anyway, I do like the fact that it puts you on a schedule, but how is it even better? I mean, that's, it's probably no better than um, single parenting. Puffwell, I'm oh, sorry, you call him. Uh, well, that's what it says here. So don't get mad at me. It's on the public here. Higher image status. He says, as soon as I go monk mode, they come running like get them, daddy. You know, get him, daddy. he says, we'll love a segment on transmuting. For the blue chip mindset tomorrow, here's some shekels regardless. Much love. Well, that's one of the things about women. He says, Flatback bought me dinner. She bought you dinner, and she said, It's barbecue in there. Shout out to you for that one. Um, Yeah. One of the things is when you try to put women to the side, here they come. Here they freaking come. You'd be like, Starving. They know naturally. They're instinctively, everything they do is planned and centered around attention from men. They'll lie and say no. They'll lie and say no. But I'm going to tell you the two words that every woman uses every single day. And those two words are my hair. Every, every woman, every day of her life says those two words. And it's always going to be whatever context it applies to. Now, when they say this, this is always their concern about how their hair looks and how it's going to be, um, how their how the attention is going to come based on their hair. And I don't care what the race of the woman is, my hair is going to be uttered every single day. I feel is another one, <laughs> but yes. Bob says, white people in this space say only 45% of black men reproduce. I looked up several resources. One resources of the Bureau of Census of America says that 85% of black men fathered a child by age 49. Okay. Um, and he says, uh, no, no, no. 85% of black men fathered a child by age 49. Um, I haven't seen that stat. I think that would be relatively... That would be relatively high. 85%. I'm sorry, 80.5%. Hmm. Interesting. By age 50. I would like to look it up. Maybe I'll look it up and see if where, where you might have found that one. Or maybe you can share. 80% of black men have fathered a kid by 49. I don't know. I don't know. That that seems relatively high. I maybe it was females. Maybe it's females. Go ahead and look it up. That seems relatively high. I know like quite a few black men that don't have kids at all. That's a lot of. I, I mean, I think just by the statistics, we would be the most populated race in America. <laughs> I mean, we'd be we'd be the most populated race in America. Um, let me see something here. Shout out to Leo K. Thanks for everything you do, Coach. Yeah, shout that. Shout that out. Shout that out. Shout shout out to you. All right. I don't know what I was talking about. Shot that. Clarence Gaskin, what up, coach? That's why the coach, he says, that's why the coach gang, that's why the coach gang what? He says, that's why the coach gang don't marry them snow bunnies. We rent them for an hour or two and send their ass back to their college dorm. He says, I got money in the building. Yes, indeed. 
Oh, that's the Gorditas. He said, shout out to the coach gang and all the redheaded at the redheads at Brigham Young University. Brigham Young University, the redheads. Boy, redheads are something special. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> but uh, the aftermath is always, it's not so good. But yes, before the math, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we never had one. <laughs> Somebody said, who said 80%? 80% of black men. Let me see here. 80%. I'm going to look it up real quick. 80% black men have children. I'm going to just look it up and see if it pops up. Hmm. Uh, yeah, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. You're going to have to share where you saw that. You're going to have to share where you saw that one. here. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. He said, that's capity cap. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, that, that, that math ain't mathing right now for me. That math is not mathing. All right, let me do Cash App, and then we'll get into the main event. Okay, hold on. My computer battery's going. What a mess. Shout out to C Squared. He said, what up? And he dropped a sponsorship, co-sponsorship. He says, what up, coach? Thank you, man. We're going to call you C-squared in the building. Shelby NYC says, I'm a 41-year-old ninja. Joined the vasectomy gang. He went and got the snippity snip because he don't want to be no daddy. He don't want to be a daddy. daddy. I'm only daddy to young adult women. Shout out to Dewanis Alexander says, passport studs is a thing now. The passport studs. Hello. Passport studs are out there. And of course, man, them women are waiting for you. They waiting for you to get over there with your passport. Hey, did you see the young woman from the Dominican Republic talking about the difference between her being in a Dominican before or versus her being in the South Bronx? Interesting thing here. Somebody said, don't say their name. I'll remember. Um, interesting thing of, of her perspective about being an American and how she treats American men versus how she treats men when she's in a Dominican and American men come to her. She was like, when I'm in the Dominican, when American men come to me, it's like God placed a man. God took a man from heaven. But she says now that she lives in the South Bronx, you know, with the rest of the Dominicans and Puerto Ricans. All right. What happens is she's like, there are a dime a dozen because I can get a bunch of them. I can get as many as I want. Don't say my damn government name says last night with you, coach. He says you were uh, wait last night with the coach. You were on point earlier with the talk about Eastern European women and women who smoke weed. He says, I was married to one. Her family was like the white community and she was lazy around the house. The final straw was her not working during the scam pandemic. And he says, and still unable to complete her chores after being high. Now she's broke and I'm up with the junior college starting five roster rotation, spinning them plates in there. He out there, boy. He out there, brother. Shout out to you, man. We don't tell no lies over here. Of course, we generalize because we don't know you specifically. So if you're on the other side of the screen yelling at me, it's not my fault. I'm just generalizing because I don't know who you are. But when we generalize, we typically hit the target. A lot of people are lazy, especially especially women. When they smoke weed, it's a red flag. They're super duper lazy, and they will get you in the spirit of laziness. Do not. Push forward with relationships with them. Um, a lot of them also have gave up that peace leave, not maybe for money, but for some marijuana. Yes, they have. 
Oh, yes, they have. I don't want to hear it. Most of them don't put nut. They don't put five on nothing. All they put is one sleeve on on it. So if you marry a weed, not marry. If you mess with weed head, they don't they don't puff puff pass. They literally give up the they give up the ass for that puff puff pass. Ain't never in 511 years have they put money on no weed. <laughs> they don't put no money on no weed. They let the weed head hit. They let the weed head smash and skeet. I'm sorry, not the weed head. They make the weed the dude selling the weed smash and hit. Suck, suck, pass. Crazy, man. Take a hit and pass it on. It's crazy, man. Don't mess with them women that give up weed. And then they don't be having their hair did. They lazy. I ain't never let, met one person. Not, I've never met one woman that smoked weed that was like, all right, man, I'm going to be about my business and my ambition. No. Super duper cutting corner ass lazy. Uh, shiftless, distracted, um, <laughs> distracted, and they um, and they sedated, and they sedated, and oftentimes, yes, they they they're gonna go in the they're gonna go into different drugs. Never mess with no chick like that. They lazy as f. All right. Anyway, uh, anyway, and they think they they think they think they cool and spiritual. Somebody said, I missed two Super Chats. No, 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 no. I got them because you said tomorrow on the Money Mindset stream. I got you. I got you, man. All right, you said be $2, but I got you. Trust me, I got you. You said trust. You said talk about this during the Money Mindset. I got you. And I actually went on a tangent on your thing. Did you miss it? I went on a tangent talking about that's how we got to renovating kitchens. All right, so that was from your Super Chat. All right, unless, unless there's other ones, I don't see them. All right. Nope. Nope. That's how we got to renovating kitchens. That was you, brother. All right. So uh, let's get into the main event. Main event. <laughs> Somebody says, not mine, coach. Okay. <laughs> not mine. Uh, let's see here. Main event story. Let's go ahead and put it up. It seems that men, there's a new study here. I don't know. You know, you can call it the NWO study or you can call it a study where they're trying to, you know, these studies and these people are coming out saying men are going to be lonely and men are disinterested in marriage and disinterested in the fatherhood. They're hitting the panic button, guys. This is the panic button. This is the panic button, and they're not allowing men, they're not allowing women to actually make corrections. Why is it always that men have to make the damn correction? We the ones got to do this. We the ones got to do that. As soon as you ask a woman to do something, make one sacrifice, make one com compromise or correction, they go, they, they lose their damn mind. Okay, you like perhaps can you stop being suicidal or depressed? Can you stop being uh medically medicated? Stop taking antidepressant drugs? Can you stop doing this? Can you stop being a skeezer or a hooker? Can you stop getting ran through more times in a Holland tunnel? Can you stop being a single mother? Can you stop wearing bonnets? Can you stop wearing wigs? Can you stop gaining weight? Can you stop asking for money soon as we get into a relationship? Can you stop asking me for the pay for the whole day and you just pat me on my head? Can you stop divorcing men at 80% initiation? Can you stop blaming men for domestic violence, domestic, uh, what do you call it, uh, abusive relationships when you instigate the abuse 70% of the time? Can you stop lying? Can you stop? <laughs> so, and then not only that, it's the women that are suffering and then they make us out to be the bad guy. 
when they're the ones that changed the entire whole time. They're the ones that blew up like the Goodyear blimp. They're the ones with the sassy bad attitudes. They're the ones out here trying to get us to accept poly relationships. They're the ones that are trying to get accept high body counts. They're the ones that are not. They're the ones out here super medicated. They're the ones smoking weed. They're the ones wasting money. They're the ones in student loan debt. They're the ones in consumer debt. They're the ones. <laughs> they're they're the ones with the bullshit. They're the ones with the baggage. It's not men. And they got emotional baggage they've been ran through since they were 14. And guess what? It's us. It's always our fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. They're the ones with the prawn addiction. They're the ones with the drawer full of sex clothes. They're the ones traveling and going to girls trips. They're the ones being the passport sisters and not these passport bros. They're the ones that are not virgins. And we're the ones. They're the ones with the unrealistic dating expectations. They're the ones looking for the 5% men and eliminating 95% of the men. They're the ones. They're the ones with useless college degrees. They're the ones that make money and still unhappy. It's just. What, what are we doing? What are we doing? And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. They're the ones with the most educated. They're the ones the least protected. They're the ones shooting up people. So what are we doing? What well, we got to be honest. And then and then when we talk about this, him hate women, him hate his mother, him hate black women, him insecure, him controlling, him a misogynist. <laughs> And now we got this new study indicates an increasing disinterest in fatherhood amongst childless men in America. No shit. Because men are five generations in of seeing men getting divorced. Men are five generations in of seeing men. They're, they're tired of being co-parents. Children are expensive. Women don't want to be wives. They want to be, they want to, they want to just, um, to, they want to get married. Women don't want to even be mothers. Women don't even want to be mothers. They don't even want to be moms. I'm going to have the kid and rush right back to work and focus on my career. So I can focus on my career. Not only that, she's going to divorce me. 80% chance she files. Then she divorces me. Now I'm a co-parent. Or she takes the kid and moves on across the country. Or she alienates the kid against me. Not only that, if we stay together, I'm playing the ring game. Not only that, if we stay together, if we stay together, she's out there sabotaging my fatherhood. And withholding sex from me. But it's our fault. What are we doing? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Let's see what this damn article got to talk about. Okay. For most people throughout time, the idea of the ideal family, including starting a family currently, it says right here, currently over one third of American men have no children. One third of American men. Okay, that falls into the like that 33% category, prompting the question of why. A study published in the Journal of Marriage and Family suggests that this is partially due to an increased interest in fatherhood. Fertility rates ebb and flow due to many factors, including socioeconomic stability and the cultural norms in recent years, economic uncertainty and a decreasing focus on traditional family units seem to have led to the decrease in birth rates. Hold up. Not feminism, not women focusing on their career. No, none of that. 
Not none of that. So I could focus on my career. Not women out here running the cock carousel to twenty uh, to late twenties, early thirties. And that's you. Not women uh, choosing to have families until she's thirty-five and forty. No, 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 no. They just blamed it on economic uncertainty and decreased focus on traditional families. No feminism. No cock carousel. No, no sassy women. No women with high body counts. No women monetizing themselves through selling, selling uh, softcore prawn or hardcore prawn. None of that. No women in uh, uh, increased student loan debt. Nothing. They're men they're mentioning nothing. What's going on here? No OnlyFans. No excessive makeup. No pushing for trans and uh, skittles. No nothing. No pushing for poly. No cheating. No affair. What are we doing? No increased size of women. No. Uh, what are we doing? It's always going to be us. Oh, it's just economic uncertainty. No. Let's get down to brass tacks. Let's get down to the points. It says right here. Uh, most research on family planning and fertility focus on women, but it says right here, but the new research sought to understand per the perception of childless men. Okay. For his study, Robert B utilized data from three sources, the national survey of family growth, the monitoring of future study and a panel of income dynamics transition to adulthood supplement. All data was focused between the years 2000 and 2020. And he utilized data from 18,183 American men from the National Survey of Family Growth, which included questions asked about if participants see themselves having children in the future and how much it would bother them if they never had children. By the way, we haven't talked about women in mental health. We haven't talked about the increased likelihood that women have ADHD, anti-anxiety, stress, depression, and all of these things. TikTok. Instagram, none of these things that come up, but let's talk about it. The monitoring of the future, the monitoring the future study focused on high school seniors and asked them what number of children they would like to have and how likely they would want to have children. The panel uh, study of income dynamics transitioned to adult supplement examined men age 18 to 28. Mr. B, the author, Robert B, used the data from six waves asking about the importance of family and importance of a family leave as an aspect of their job for participants. Not sure what that means, but I might've butchered that result showed that over the past two decades, the interest in having children among childless men has decreased just as the birth rates. By the way, if you're new to my show, I've been talking about this from the beginning. I wrote about this in the book. Um, in my book, the evolution, this is nothing new. I've talked about this and I said, this is where we're going because people don't want to change course. They're doubling down on stupidness. They're doubling down on Marxists. They're doubling down on socialism. They're doubling down on women is the future is the female. They're doubling down on feminism and they're doubling down on the hatred of men. They're doubling down, tripling, quadrupling down. Even when they paint themselves in the corner, they're doubling down. How about the women selling ass gas or cash out here? How about the number of celibates out here? Nobody's mentioning any of these things. It's all, well, men are deciding because they can't afford. No. In fact, the number of men reporting that they don't want children at all doubled during this time frame. Similarly, men reporting that they wouldn't be bothered if they never had kids have doubled among high school seniors. And these are young men, the percentage of people who were confident that they did not want to have children remain steady with the percentage of people reporting that they were very likely to want kids decrease. Additionally, the number of men reporting that it's very important that that um, 
is it very important to them that their job has good parental leave decreased between 2005 and 2015? Yeah, they don't care about that. We don't care about parental leave because I ain't having no damn kids. This is interesting. This study took additional important steps into better understanding the trends occurring in regard to fatherhood. How about divorce? How about co-parenting being pushed? How about single motherism? How about stepdaddyism? Men aren't stupid. Okay, even Chuck Schumer kind of said this in the recent speech. Interesting. Despite, oh, yeah, Chuck Schumer even said this. They, people don't want to have kids no more. Despite this, there are some limitations to note. One such limitation is that this study was only able to track descriptive trends and cannot truly answer why we are seeing these patterns. Of course. Of course you can't figure it out. But I can figure it out. I'll point the blame where it needs to go. Now, for the people who are going to say men using prawn, being addicted, men want to smoke weed and just play video games. All right. People are always going to push to those things, which are very minor. That's going to be a very small percentage of men who participate in stuff like that. Yes, a lot of men do play video games. They're not overly consumed with them. It is a decompression thing. And if you think it's corny, fine. But I don't think men are overly consumed with them where they're just going to just give up on life and just play video games. That's number one. Number two, we're disregarding feminism. We're disregarding the increase in weight in women. We're disregarding the increase in women using mental health drugs. We're, we're disregarding the women who are actually hooked on the government and they're on the hook for tens and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. We're just going to disregard that. We're disregarding the women working. We're disregarding the workforce being primarily made up of women. We're disregarding OnlyFans. We're disregarding thought culture. We're disregarding makeup culture, implant culture, booty implant intra culture. We're, we're disregarding all of that. Are you kidding me? We're disregarding sassiness. Lizzo, uh, Lizzo, Cardi B being the people who are the leading speakers of women. We're disregarding that. We're disregarding women following. We're, this is crazy. I can't believe that we can still not push the blame where the blame needs to be or at least address it. Now, here's the deal. At least address it. Can we at least bring this up? No, no, nope. Can't bring it up. It's not it. No, that's not it. You guys just need to come along with it. <laughs> On the heels of the C-19 pandemic and a longer term decrease in fertility rates, now questions have emerged regarding what's considers, uh, what considerations are most relevant to couples making decisions about having children. With the eye towards ensuring that couples have a broad array of options to plan for their families uh, they so desire, men in general, but childless men in particular, have received little attention in these scholarly conversations about family planning. Exactly. Mm. Nobody cares about what men think. Just have babies. Just get married. Just have relationships. Just commit. Stop being scared. Don't be controlling. Don't be. Yeah. And I know women feel a sense that they think they're also being, you know, scolded and said, just do this, just do that. But I don't see many articles saying women are getting too fat in America. Y'all need to slim the hell down. But I do see a lot of people saying men need to give up video games and start going out here having babies. I do see that. Men need to just get married and then just stop the bullshit. I do see that. I don't see women need to actually play the role that they were intended to play by nature or at least put the bullshit away about this 50-50 equal couple bullshit. I don't see any articles about that. All right. Anyway, should these trends observed here continue, attempts at boosting fertility rates will need to 
consider what factors are driving this increasingly disinterest among childless men. Divorce, divorce, graping, parental alienation, child support. Are you listening to me? People don't want to listen to us. What's driving this decrease, this interest amongst childless men? I'm sorry. It's very simple. Why don't we stop letting the family court split up these families? Why don't we stop letting women file for divorces with no damn excuse? Why don't we stop acting like co-parenting works? Why don't we stop letting people alienate kids from their fathers? Why don't we stop letting women file police reports and letting the husband jump off a bridge and then not blame her? Why don't we stop assuming that men are the perpetrators in domestic violation when it is actually the opposite? And then they're, why don't we stop letting women go uh, file frivolous claims of, 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 of um, what do you call it? Uh, when they file the um, uh, domestic, what do they call it? You know what I'm talking about. When they go in there and file an ex parte and they file a restraining order and they go into domestic violent court and just because just they're in a pissy mood. They're in a pissy mood. They had a bad guys. If you if you're saying that women don't do that, I just reported a story today of a woman doing this, and it's Jesse James' wife. Just did that. She was in a pissy mood, and she rent and filed for divorce. And then the next day, oh, I take it back, and she's mad that people called her on it. That's number one. Number two, the woman filed a false claim about a man abusing his stepkids, and he jumped off the bridge, and she was like, "It wasn't my fault." It is all Jermaine's fault. It's all. Come on. <laughs> but why are men scared? We can't figure it out. It must be those MGTOW guys. It must be those passport guys. It must be the free agent lifestyle guys. It must be those uh, rational males. It must be whoever it is. They're going to blame us. They're going to blame us when everything changes around us and they want us just to adapt to the craziness. They want us to just man up. <laughs> and social media, the, okay, if men are addicted to video games, can we not say women are addicted to social media? I'll wait. If we're just going to keep saying that it's these men playing video games, what about the women scrolling their phone 24 and 7? They can't clean up. They can't do nothing. They complain about all the work they got to do around the house, but they seem to always got time to be on that damn TikTok and Facebook and that damn Instagram thoughts. They seem to got all got time to be doing that, arguing in the comment section. They got all that time to do that, but no time to clean up and cook. They got no time to help you mow the lawn. They got no time for doing all of this shit. They always running out of time, but they always got their post freshly uh, filtered. What is going on with the world? <laughs> they always can't got time to do their hair. They always running late, can't get in the shower during the weekend, but they got time to get on Instagram and scroll all the way until it says you reached the bottom of your damn updated timeline. And they will scroll all day till they get to the damn bottom following 5011 people. This is getting out of control. It's getting out of control. What we have to do is we have to somehow, because people are going to find this is, this is angry, this is toxic masculinity. But with this being said, let's not play ignorant here. There's really no benefits to men 
having children, they're going away. The benefits are going away. The risks far outweigh the rewards. There's no legacies. We're seeing far too much of it. Of course, Hafiz is going to be hopeful that this can change, but no. It's not women. It's not men. It's the system. It's the system that allows the bullshit. It's the system that continues to not accept what women are doing or put responsibility on what they're doing or at least have them at least make some sacrifices. And it also allows them to put the blame on you and blow the whole thing up, make you pay the tab, ruin your kids in the process. And then we the ones got to be blamed for this. And trust me, your kids going to blame you the entire time because even they will blame you. That's what's wrong. That's why men aren't doing it. No, it can't be that. No, it can't be that. It can't be that. See, that's you because you're bitter and hurt. What about these other men? All they have to do is just commit and put babies in us. I'll never be like that. I'll never do what these other women have done. And sure enough, statistically, they're going to do it. Okay. Let me get to these super chats. I mean, I'm tired of seeing these articles when they're like, we just can't figure it out, you dumb jackass. Well, bring me to your university. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there. I'm recognizable enough. Most people know me. You, you people that work at these universities, you people that work at these slave corporations, you people that work in these professional organizations, professional sports, you know who I am. I'm no secret. These people that these reverends at these churches, you know who the hell I am. There ain't no secret. I've been here. I'm spread all across the internets. Hundreds of thousands of followers. I can fill up football stadiums like crazy. This is what I'm going to tell you. If you want the real, bring me into your church. If you want the real, bring me into your slave corporation where you got these women working their fingers to the bone, pushing papers and pencils around, sending them home exhausted, complaining about doing work. If you want the real, if you want the real, why don't you invite me to your liberal arts university and let me kick the game to you? See, but y'all don't want that real. Y'all don't want the real. Y'all just want to go by here in your fantasy land, acting like you can't figure it out. They don't want no real. You churches don't want no real. You prosperity preaching ass preachers don't want the real. Y'all don't want the real. You college professors don't want the real. Y'all just want to make up stuff in your psychology books and pat yourself on the back for medicating half of the population. You people don't want the corporations. You don't want to know. You want these people to show up and get in a little cubicle or they workstation so y'all can do projects and have meetings. Y'all don't want the real. But they leave their children at home, obese, sedated, in mental health drugs and all of this shit, depressed. Look at your children. Look at your children. Okay, if you want to know what the future is, look at your damn kids. All out of shape, got bellies flopping all over their damn belt right now. They can't run 50 meters right now without being out of breath. <laughs> they hooked on drugs already. Y'all don't want this. The data's there. It's right there, right there, staring in front of your face. These parents, these, these weak-ass Oh, by the way, these weak-ass parents. 
These weak ass enabled only ass parents. They're afraid to parent their own kid because the kid says, I'm going to delete myself if you parent me. The parents are like, well, how do I be a better parent? Hell with all that. These pseudo psychologists soft out here making the kids the damn, making the kids the damn victim and the parents the damn evil person. Perhaps you should listen to your kid. Perhaps the kids should listen to the parents. Perhaps the kids should listen to the parents as been ordained by the Lord himself in the good book called the Bible. The kids listen to the parents. And if the kids don't want to be shit, then they don't listen to the parents. It's simple. You don't want to be shit. Fine. <laughs> okay. But I don't want to hear no shit about where the parents need to listen to the kids 24, seven, 365 and an extra day on a leap year. I don't want to hear it. Okay, and these parents are enablers. Yeah, y'all weak. And and not only this, can we talk about the parents that are running around here trying to get married again? They're out here running around in bars and clubs. They're out here 45 with the new 25. No, you need to be preparing yourself to make yourself a grandparent in the next three to four years. Running out here trying to find people to date, fornicating like you crazy. You parents that are co-parenting need to stay your ass at home and possibly get back with your damn couples and suck it up, buttercup and get back and parent your damn kids instead of trying to win them over and being the best Disneyland parent week in and week out. Trying to be the better parent, trying to act like you were a real parent. Let me tell you something. Co-parents are not real parents. Co-parents are not real parents. You're fraudulent parents. You're not real parents. You part-time ass parents. Like you working at Rite Aid, you ain't no full-time employee. You a part-time parent. You're a part-time employee doing part-time hours Give up credit to the other parent for doing their pulling their weight. Talk about it's hard being a parent. You ain't even no real, real parent. Co-parents, you not no real parent. You a part time fake parent and you a damn. I don't know what you doing the rest of the week. <laughs> OK, you are every Monday, Wednesday, Friday as parent. And then every Tuesday, Thursday, your kids over there and every other weekend. You mean no damn you ain't no but you ain't no parent. You a pseudo parent. You're a pay rent. That's all you are. Anyway, acting like, oh, I got to help my kids do homework. When? Every other week? I got to help my kid. I'm super dad. Every other week? I'm super mom. I'm super involved mom. Every other week? <laughs> you parent on the birth certificate. That's it. In other words, y'all need a new description of what y'all are. If you're a co-parent and y'all split in custody, y'all ain't no single mom. You're not a single dad. You're not a full-time parent. You're a part-time ass parent. That's what you are. You're a pay rent. That's what you are. You're a pay rent. And let's just go ahead and own it and stop acting like y'all doing the, the Lord's work raising your kids. You're actually destroying your kids, period. Period, point blank. Trying to act like y'all can parent and have two kingdoms and two castles. I got a castle over here and a castle over here. We got rules over here and rules over here. <laughs> Stop fooling yourselves. You're lacking achievement, America. You're underperforming. You're underdelivering and you're overpromising and you're doing absolutely nothing. You guys think you're married and you ain't having sex with your spouse and you out here thinking about divorcing them. You thinking about having an affair. You watching prawn while you got a wife and your wife is out here flaunting herself on girls nights out. You ain't married. 
you ain't married. You have no marriages. You guys have fraudulent marriages and relationships out here. Now, if you own it and say you have an open relationship or you're some sort of poly, that's what it is. But I don't want to hear that you guys are have marriages out here and you guys are all doing sneaky shit with your women, got more DMs and entertaining more men. And men are out here trying to run through all the junior college hotties with a couple of hundred dollars. I don't want to hear it. Stop trying to confuse what you're doing as success. You're nothing but failures. And the Lord himself will come down and will have rep retribution on you people because you're living fraudulently. We don't, we, don't, we don't live fraudulently around here. We don't reward you for mediocrity and average. Co-parenters are average. You guys are married out here. You're average. We don't reward people for being average. <laughs> All right, don't put me in charge. Anyway, I had to bring a little hellfire brimstone today. You guys are acting normal. You're faking normal. And you're nothing but you're subpar at best. Subpar. Admit it. Look in your look at yourself in the mirror and say you're achieving anything better than mediocrity. <laughs> look at yourself. Everybody look in the mirror. I don't don't mess around with me. Don't blame me. I know you want to blame me for bringing this hellfire brimstone. Don't blame me. Blame you. Don't look at me. Look at you. I'm winning out here. And I'm not faking a fraud. I'm not playing a fraud around here. I'm out here living a real life. And I chose to live what I'm doing. And I'm not disrupting any other person's life. If you're overweight, if you are broke, bug, dusty, if you out here not performing, if you subpar job, no ambition, if you're out here overweight, if you're out here cheating on your wife, if you're out here cheating on your husband, if you're out here trying to fake the funk, if women, you're going to girls' nights out, you're a fraud, you're a fraudulent wife. Yes, you are. If you're withholding sex, male or female, from your, your marital partner, you're a fraudulent marriage. Your marriage is not ordained by Christ or Allah or God himself. It is not. You are not living a faithful, fruitful marriage. If you're thinking about divorce, if you file for divorce, if you're a divorcee, if you're a co-parent, if you're a step-parent, you're not living how God told you to live this life. And you have to look at yourself. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't blame me for this. Okay? It's you out here doing this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. <laughs> it's you out here doing this and making this mess of society. And the, the worst part of it all is y'all acting like stupid can't figure it out why the society is being corrupted. Meanwhile, the devil, Satan himself, comes through your phone every day and you cannot put that damn thing down long enough to have a common conversation with your kids in a sober manner. Both of you, your husband, and your kids are medicated. You're sedated. You're abusing alcohol and drugs, prescription and or illegal, and nobody's having a sober conversation. Not one. Not even these psychiatrists and these psychologists are having sober conversations with each other. Everybody's medicated. Everybody's distracted. Everybody's underachieving out here. And then you can't figure out why. This is actually just deplorable. 
then you want to write articles trying to make sense of this shit. And you guys are writing them sedated and or high on something and then making excuses as to why you're high. I just can't stand it. Not only that, try to run 200 yards without sucking your, without pulling a hamstring or actually being out of breath by the time you come across the finish line. I bet you 80% of you can't do it, but everybody got the damn solution. I can do it. Get down and drop in down and give me 25 push-ups. I bet you can't do it, but everybody's got the damn solutions. Put down the beer and the potato chips and let's become people in this society. But no. <laughs> You clutching your damn hamstring, grabbing your damn chest because you got that vape pipe stuck in the damn hand. You ever see these people <laughs> sucking down on Big Gulp, wondering why society's going left or left? <laughs> yeah. Man. Let's get on with today's show. All right. Shout out to Bob says, look the link below super chat. Look the link below super chat. Uh, you, what happens is possibly when you try to super chat, it gets blocked. All right. So we'll have to figure that out. We'll have to figure that out. And we all blame each other, which is a sad, sad state of the world. Everybody got somebody else to blame. When you need to blame yourself. And when I say you, yeah, you, not me. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. <laughs> All right, shout out to Mr. Reed in the building. He says, preach the gospel truly epic. They don't want to hear it. All right. Mr. Chef Martel, keep telling the truth. CGA Disney is retired. It's gone. The fa There's no more fantasy, guys. No more fantasy. Disney retired. We live in real. We need to start living in real. The fantasy conversations need to end. No, what if and what well, we can, we can't possibly. People can love and people can. And you see right in front of your damn face. Okay. What's happening? But we still want to avoid the conversation. No government name. I'm 37 and it's messed up that I remember the good old days. And now seeing this new world of chaos. What happened to structure, expectations, respect, shame. He says, thanks for uh, preaching tonight, coach. And he says, put down the beer and potato chips and let's be people in this society. Coach ain't sparing the rod for nobody tonight. Preach. And for people who want to know, thank you, brother. For people who want to know, I'm ready. You ready for the challenge? All right. I worked in the industry where people would come in and make excuses left and right about why they are failures. And all they had to do was pick the mirror up and look at themselves. That's why. Stop blaming other people for this mess. All right. AD Austin, Indonesia ain't playing no games no more. LOL. I believe you reported on what in Indonesia's doing. But uh, listen, you know, I think the world leaders are people who you guys have designated the leaders of your lives, the, the, the politicians of your life, which you guys are morons for doing. These people don't serve you. But you you guys are arguing about them all the time. Biden, Trump, Republicans, Democrat, Pelosi, AOC, uh, Mitch McConnell. You guys act like these people have impact over your life. And the reason why you act like that is because you know they don't have impact over your life. You do, but you want to blame somebody else. You want to put the blame on them. 
They all the way in Washington, D.C. in the swamp. They ain't got no impact on you. Nor do they care about you. None of them do. None of them. But you want to act like every day they have this impact on your life, making sweeping reforms and changes and whatnot. All right. And every day you can look at your life full of failure and don't want to put the blame on yourself. You want to blame Biden or Trump. It's reprehensible. <laughs> Ain't nobody worshiping them. You want to blame Deion Sanders. Every day y'all want to blame somebody. Deion Sanders is Deion Sanders' fault. Vaughn says, pack, pack a water fund. You went off. Yes, you got to go ahead and. All right, OTOBO, Minister, Coach Greg Adams for president. He says, I will rather be single, stack up my money for myself than live in the misery called marriage today. He says, AW are the worst mothers. Oh, I believe uh, you're talking. I can't say what it is. AW. <laughs> but with that being said, I'm going to return to my heathen ways because you guys will not get it going. Not you guys, my watchers, members of the coach gang, because of the rest of the world wants to live in a fantasy world. So I will be in heathen world over here and I will be clapping now something nice and tight and firm and feminine for the rest of the night. That's the way it goes. I'll be on the dark side. That's how we do it around here. Yes, we're going to be on the dark side around here. <laughs> to y'all get it straight. Let me know. Let me know if y'all want to do something. <laughs> All right, man. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And we out of here. Peace. Peace.